Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a chill third edition tabletop RPG actual play podcast based in the modern day Chicago land spooky day world. My name is Nor and I'll be your little biddle chittle whittle kittle fiddle middle spoop master. And my players are Anna playing Mavis. Derek's playing Raph Haywood. Robert playing Wesley Hung. You know, we're back at it. We had a longer grouping session. Getting back into the swing of things. We're not going to have a flashback with Grimm because there were no future papers. Uh, just there, I didn't get any in my future fax machine. Yeah. So. Future fax machine. Yes, you know it's right over there. It spits blood sometimes. That's the one. Mostly screams about how capitalist America is doomed. That is just what it says. Get over it, Christiana. Fucking butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're just going to hop right into it. It is 9 p.m. on a Thursday night, mm-hmm. June 24th. Um, you are all called into the HQ for an emergency like case assignment uh where is everyone at and let's let's start with raf where would you be at 9 p.m on a thursday night um probably in my pajamas okay or something are you do you sleep at the hq or do you sleep at your house i feel like i probably sleep at the pawn shop at the pawn and well because that's where my apartment is oh okay so yeah i live above it yeah you you get uh your motorola razor yeah Hello. Uh, you don't just get you can yeah. have a smartphone. Uh, your phone goes off and it is uh, a message from Richard saying, "Come to the HQ." Okay. Yeah. Taxi. <laughs> uh, so you head to the HQ, uh, Mavis. Where are you at? I am in the bunks playing Dance Dance Revolution with whoever will play with me. Daisy. Hell yeah. I feel like Daisy would be really good at Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> I'm a little bit okay. You're like... You, I've you... got a short legs, but, you know, I make up for a spunk. And you see her eyes just get quiet. <laughs> no, it's an important distinction. Which Dance Dance Revolution are we playing? I think Dance Dance Revolution 2. Honey, it's your world too. So whatever Dance Dance Revolution two. you want to play, I don't know what system that's on. So I think PS2. Yeah, you have an right. old PS2, even though you have the resources to have anything you want. You have an old PS2 Just Dance is up. boring. And you have Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> and Feel Good Inc. by Gorillaz. Is sure, yeah. And let's see. Roll, roll me a D1. Roll me a movement. I rolled a 53 out of 69. Daisy rolled a 23 out of 40. So she has a high season. Low success. I also have a low success. Oh my god, you're both just neck and neck. And then uh, your flow gets interrupted by the PA system calling you to a meeting. Ah! You hear, Mavis, Mavis, go Mavis, come on down to a meeting in the comments. Uh, okay. You just, that's okay, I was going to beat you anyway. I turn off the TV and then leave. (laughs) <laughs> she just mouth wide. You know I don't know how to turn it back on. 
And you see her go over there and she just starts taking the TV apart. No, the red button. <laughs> Too late. And now you don't have a TV. This is going to be a better TV. Um, she's not breaking it. She's dismantling it. Okay, so uh, you're called to the commons. You kind of, on your way there, you meet Raph, who is uh, sleepy deepy. Are you in your normal clothes? Or are you still? Yeah, I'm in my normal clothes now. You meet him, and uh, the camera looks around for Wesley. Where's Wesley at at 9 p.m. on a Thursday night? 9 p.m. on a Thursday, he is definitely at uh, his family's restaurant cooking. Okay. So, yeah, he gets the call, and he's just like, I, "Guys, uh, other job, gotta go real quick." And so, when he arrives there, he's got his apron on. It's just nasty. <laughs> he's got a white shirt that looks like he's been sweating in for a while, and just his pants. Hell yeah. Uh, you see... Uh, oh, and his hairnet. So as you're on. leaving, a couple of your uh, uh, your cousins are, like, uh, giving you shit in Mandarin as you're walking out. And then your mom is, like, walking over and, like, hitting them with the spoon. Like, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, Thursday night is Bogo Kids Buffet night. It is. Mm-hmm. But I, the only person in his family that knows what he does is his mom's. <laughs> Which is perfect, because she's the one in charge, so... Yes, <laughs> Um, yeah and you come in and you guys are all there is a strange scene so you don't see any of the other teams Um, you see a couple uh, you see a couple people playing cards on a different table not really a part of what's going on just hanging out as you're walking up uh, you smell um, warm coffee and peanut butter as uh, you approach uh, the few people that are like standing there talking Um, walking away from the group is Rosa uh, she has just put out coffee mugs and a warm pot of coffee and these little like little like these little like granola bars. I take three granola bars and <laughs> they're like little little like balls. They're like peanut butter balls. I take three of them. Uh-huh. And a cup of coffee. Okay. And as you as you guys are looking around like you got to grab coffee or whatever. Uh, I you grab s- coffee and I put like a whole bunch of sugar in it. <laughs> I look disgusted at you. What's, <laughs> so what's this shit about? Uh, you guys look around and you see Dr. Uh, Rosenberg, Dr. Grimm, and uh, they're standing next to Sarah, who isn't sitting on the table. She's sitting in a chair, which is insane. You've never seen her sit in a chair before. Whoa. Uh, and she is, like, crying. And you see, like, sobs are kind of, like, racking her body. Um as you're staying there, you hear over the silence, you just hear Grim say, You'll find what home to say. Justice will be served. And you kind of glance around the room, and you also see uh, Richard uh, sitting at a table, head in hands, bottle of whiskey in front of him, with a coffee mug, sitting at your guys' usual table you're at. So, what do you guys do? I grab the whiskey, pour uh... a shot in my coffee okay he doesn't react to anything what's going on who are you asking richard richard doesn't say anything at first he's just kind of sitting there i look around where's charles you don't see charles pour a shot for i pour a shot for wesley who is comforting <laughs> uh sarah grim dr grim and dr rosenberg uh what's going on you asking them? Grim. You have yes. to tell me what you're doing. <laughs> I love you so much. You're my life. I love you. But please tell me what the fuck you're doing in this game. <laughs> I do the thing. No, the, 
the visual image in my head is so good you should just be able to see it through my brain uh so yeah you walk up to them and what did you say again i asked dr grim woodsgate what's going on also where's charles i don't know what charles is i never know what charles is he says with like a hint of annoyance um uh, one of Sarah's old colleagues was just attacked. I thought we were Sarah's colleagues. Old colleagues? Uh, Sarah looks up as you say that. Her eyes are like strained, are like strained and red, and she says, "It's my, it's my old teammate, okay, Mary Boone. She was attacked." They took her fucking arms, Mavis. Her arms. Mary Boone. Why does that sound familiar? It was she was from the, the second case. She was that older lady in the library that you guys had to talk to oh, who was yes, suffering yes, from yes. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yes, I remember her. Mm-hmm. I know her. She was an old save envoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who took her arms? I, well, no, I don't know. Oh, she's not dead. They just took her arms. Is she here? No, I don't. She's at her. I don't. She's and you. You uh. You hear Richard kind of like from across the room. She's um. She's at her house still with um. Uh, Officer Chuck. So. She's at the house without arms. Yeah. Okay. There's like a medic. He says like he is. So is this our official Drunk. case assignment then? Uh, yeah, he like throws him an Ella folder on the table. <laughs> I grab Thank it. You. And the bottle of whiskey again. <laughs> he just... Yeah, you might want to just bring that with you, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure there's more in his office, but, you know, he'll have to go there to get it. Um, Richard says, I'm sorry to call you in so late. I, I know it's weird. I mean, we usually wait until the mornings, but... Since it was an old uh, save envoy, I felt like it was necessary, so. Um, Chuck called me the moment he found out. Um, so, you know, she has like an aide that's always with her, kind of an in house nurse. Well, that nurse uh, was not in the house for a second, and then when she came back, no arms, so. All right, I've had a little few drinks, so... Couldn't tell. Mm. Oh, thing, I'm very good at masking it. Yeah, you are. See, that's uh, why I wear a real mask. <laughs> Thanks, boss man. <laughs> oh, I'm just one out of the five. Um, I guess I open up the folder. Expecting to not see much at this point. So, in this case file, it's not like the previous ones, because mm-hmm. uh, you note that uh, this one... this investigation will not be officially backed by the police department uh they're not forbidding anyone from doing it but they're not they've already closed the case basically Mm. they are not involving themselves with it so you won't normally have the like like you won't have like the initial like scenes won't be already laid out for you how it normally is like you'll have to you know do it on your own and uh you know that anytime you could flip a token to get help from the police department because they are your allies, but um, 
it does strike you as weird. Um, the things in here, though, is there's an address. Um, it is on the same street as the Harold Washington Library. In fact, it is the house next door to it. Okay. Um, uh, though there, there's uh, the witness's name is Gra- Gabriela Rangel. She is a 31 year old Hispanic woman, uh, and it is it's a note that she has been Mary's in house nurse for five years. Uh, the victim is Mary Boone, a uh, female elderly Caucasian woman of 71, uh, who is a retired save envoy. And there is a note that she is suffering from a severe case of, of the of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, contacts on the scene are Officer Chuck and Officer Robert, Officer O'Doyle and Officer Robertson, um, though they are won't be there for very long as they are just taking statements from what happened and, and leaving. Uh, there is an officer note from Rob from uh, Robertson from Nick. It says uh, the victim is a 72-year-old Caucasian female with short curly gray hair. She was kidnapped then returned, but she was missing her arms with no other signs of harm. Please send team. Do we know anything else about her past in save? Do we have access to that? In theory, okay. it should be on the computer. But okay, yeah. Um, this isn't the Rick the original HQ, so it could be missing. It just depends on whatever you roll for your okay. I'm computer usage. I'm gonna maybe head over and and do that. I guess. Okay. I think that. I don't know. I'm just trying to like think of suspects that would pass monsters that want revenge or something. Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What do I got to roll here? Um, probably research. It is. It is research. Yeah. And it, there is an internet subcategory of research. So. I don't have that though. I got a cult. <laughs> uh, I got a sixty-six, which is a bot. All right. Uh, and we have. Oh yeah, we got to do tokens. Oh tokens. We have. You said um, that one is black. one is black for me. Uh, so we have three white and two black right now, and then another one. Flips, and then another right? one flips black. Can you flip that, Robert? So I don't fucking knock over the whole world. <laughs> Guys, we did it. Uh, we started with three black tokens. Yay! Um, <laughs> we win, right? So there, there is a like file, like a digital file for her. The other two know that Grim was like working his way through digitalizing everything before the HQ was attacked. Um, so it looks like hers was like halfway, like halfway done. Um, and in those halfway done, she has like. 300 cases she was on damn uh and they call her uh the boon was like her nickname um she was mean with a shotgun had a strong wit strong heart but was just a mean son of bitch okay to like the to the evil doings of the world so uh there's a lot like you kind of get overwhelmed with how many there are okay you're like okay so all of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's not very helpful Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and she retired three years. So she retired in 2011 when her her she was diagnosed okay. with Alzheimer's disease. So, I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't know. Can you guys think of anything? Uh, just maybe going and checking out the scene. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, it. I guess until mm-hmm. we figure out, get a clue to what we need to research. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys take the soup mobile? Do you take the tram? Or do you walk? 
It has all our stuff in it. So. <laughs> it does. Also, this is in Chicago, and you're going into Chicago at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Would traffic be bad? I don't no. know. I don't know. Mm, uh, so let's bad. say traffic is, is just basic. It's just a basic traffic. Nothing crazy. You see, there's cars out, plenty of cars out, but yeah. nothing is backed up. Uh, so you get to the city within 20, 25 minutes. In getting... that time, Wesley's going to change into his backup outfit in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, his tracksuit and, and what have you, just in case. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. were just like, I'm just changing colors. So yes. I forgot yes. you were not in your tracksuit. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know this library. I mean, you grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's a nice um, old school library. It has, like, the nice pillars and stuff. It's closed right now, obviously. Uh, but you take on, take some parking on the street. Uh, you notice across the street there's, like, a gas station. And uh, in this house next door, it is a one-story ranch-style home with blue siding. Uh, There is a wooden ramp with whirlings that lead up to the front door. Uh, There's one squad car, an ambulance, and a sedan in the driveway. Out in the front yard, you see Officer Nick Robertson talking with a Hispanic woman. Uh, You see she is just, like, panicking and, like, freaking out. And you see, like... Uh, this purple light extend like from his mouth and he seemingly like calms the woman like you guys recognize that he Mm -hmm. casted some art on her Um, uh, she sees she visibly relaxes and wipes away tears Uh, you also see that officer O'Doyle is talking uh, with an elderly woman who is laying on a stretcher Uh, two paramedics stand a few feet away drinking some coffee Um, this house is a small front yard but no backyard and there is an alleyway that starts on the left of the house going north and south to where your guys are at. And it connects to another alley that goes east and west that presumably goes behind mm-hmm. all the houses in this area. Uh, so where, what do you guys do? What, what do you guys want to do first? Walk up to um, the stretcher and I guess O'Doyle. Um I'm going to also be looking, I guess, for, like, any bloody gauze okay. or anything like that. Okay. Um, so you're just keeping an eye out for that, just, not necessarily yep. a roll. Right. And, and is anyone going with him or? Like, up to the house? He's going up to O'Doyle and the elderly woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go. You're going to? And Wesley, are you going anywhere separate or? I'm Just gonna... so I know where you guys are with if I have to yeah. make any rolls, so. I'm going to just kind of do a sweep around the house, like going down into the alleyway. Okay. So you guys kind of split off. Um, it's a dark alleyway. There's no lights down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you're used to the Chicago land. Uh, it's more, it's scarier. It looks scarier than it actually is. Uh, we'll start with the the stretcher scene, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to it. Um, as you approach Mary... Uh, you both recognize the large rotund white man standing next to her. He has uh, numerous pistols attached to his huge chest and uh, he scratches his, his bushy mustache as you approach. Oh, Mary. Mary, sweetie. Uh, Mary, you see Mary look up to him with like this fear in her eyes. I'm going, I'm going to need you to, to talk to these people, okay? They work for SAVE. They're here to help. And normally he doesn't you know, tell people that, but it's obviously probably a different situation than what you're doing. Sure. Uh, you see a smile kind of grow on her face as uh, she says, "Of course, Matthew, I'll talk to them." As she says this, uh, uh, she like looks at you guys 
and like smiles and then you finally register what like you're fully looking at you two are because if you haven't noticed it um it's like almost uncanny um her clothes do not seem to be tore nor do you see any signs of, of bruising her they are rolled up to like her like chair chest almost um and you see uh um so I, I need you all to roll me a horror resolve check as you finally come to the reality of the situation that she's missing her arms and her shoulders but they are like it's like they were popped off like a like a Ken doll okay. am what I rolling two? No. what is this against it is your current willpower and uh, it would be a serious injury so. do I, we hadn't figured out my willpower piece so oh from uh, from before so because we've had the downtime so we get it so some back it would be max minus whatever in okay you, you have max no it's just max because okay you have the max you're current but you just still have that injury okay um i rolled a 12 out of 45 so a high success okay i had a 32 out of 60 so no success okay uh for mavis it is a a distressed so just take five willpower away upgrade mine though because of my naive okay because it's a horror one so it would decrease by one and then mm -hmm. it would pop back up to one so you take a serious trauma as mm -hmm. you're just like again like you're not even sure if this was a person or a monster it just like yep. the horror of the reality of what's happened to this human sits on upon you uh, and the fact that she's just like standing there with, like a torso with no arms but no wounds no surgical cuts, nothing. Just smooth as day. Okay, so it is okay. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> How do you guys react to that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any arms. <laughs> You're just gone. Uh. Hi. I don't know if you remember me. I went to the library uh, like a year ago. She smiles at you. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to talk about your arms? Of course, Victoria. I'll talk to you about everything. Oh. Right. So, let's talk about it then. You haven't aged a day. Yeah. It Sometimes it's like that. Maybelline, probably. Yeah, Maybelline. Okay. She's just smiling. Like I don't, I'm not going to keep like, doing this. Thing. <laughs> what? Like, like you watch TV, right? Like oh, yes, Maybelline. the X Files. Oh, like you get ads and stuff like Maybelline. Anyway, let's talk about the arms. Probably. What about them? Who who took your arms there? Uh, oh, she looks down, Mary. looks up to you in fear again. <gasps> She's like, uh. okay. So if you guys want to talk to her, I might need like a communication roll or something. Okay. Who's doing it before we yeah. roll? Do you want to? Do you want to do it? I'll roll it. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. I'll give you a plus ten because she thinks you're, you're she thinks you're your mother basically. Yeah. I rolled a twenty-one out of fifty-five. Twenty-one. So you got a, <laughs> you got a high success. Yes. All right. All right. So what? What do you? So what do you say? What do you say to her? You're fine. Like you're not even like hurt, but like. We still need to talk about it, though, because it's important. You see, like, a sudden clarity come to her, and she goes, Yes, yes, of course. 
Okay. Um, okay. Where, where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, like, what were you doing when it happened? Oh, um... The last thing I remember was uh, falling in sleep in front of, of the TV. I was watching my show. Uh, then the next thing I could remember was two tugs. And when I opened her eyes, when I opened my eyes, I was sprawled out on the floor. My arms were gone. Okay. Did you, like, hear anything or, like, see anything? She, like, leans into you and, like, a sudden anger washes over her face. You see her, like, grinding her teeth and you actually hear one, like, crack as she's grinding them. She says, I remember this thing. She's yelling at her right now. I fought with it, with Sarah. But we only ever killed one of the pair. The little smart one got away. That was 15 years ago. I always knew it would come back. I could always feel like it was always I knew where I was. and was always watching. Hmm. Uh, excuse oh. me, Mary dear, you have a, a, a some hair. And I pull my knife and just cut a lock of her hair off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. We'll, we'll talk to Sarah. You you need to go to the hospital. I think. Uh, she says, like as you get close, she like leans into you and whispers. I could see the creature when I woke up. It watched me through the window. His grotesque face. Smiling at me. But son, I couldn't sense it. I've caught eyes and faces in my window before. For weeks now. But everyone said I was seeing things. I couldn't sense it. And when she says that, you feel like this, like, like a little bit of, like, spit hits your face. Hmm. Like, she's so, like... And then she just like looks over and both of the paramedics are just staring at you guys like in shock. <laughs> Thanks guys. Hey, can you drink on the job? They both shake their heads. <laughs> you might want to after this. <laughs> uh, then we're going to cut to um, Wesley. Yo. So you're going down this alley yeah. by yourself. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Hello. Um, so the alleyway on the east side of the house uh, that runs north and south, it's flanked by the old library to the left with Mary's house to the right. Uh, it goes for about 30 feet before connecting to uh, the other alleyway that runs east to west. Uh, as you look left down the alleyway, uh, the east follows behind the library and connects to another street, and the west continues to the back of several houses, the first of which belongs to Mary. Uh, what are you doing? What are you looking for? I think I'm going to do. Uh, I'd like to roll a just like an investigation to see if there is like I don't know if I see something out of the ordinary. Like yeah. Ooh. Oh no. Oh. Uh, that's a fail. I rolled a ninety-two, and it's only a forty. So okay. As you're looking around, um, you're not catching much. Um, 
you're creeped out, but not in the normal way. You're creeped out because you don't feel anything. Hmm. Okay. It's creepy because of the lack of things. Um, but as you're like scanning the house, looking around, located right below the living room window, uh, are two uh, like these like oddly shaped humanoid footprints, and they are both facing the window. As you kneel down and look at them, uh, they seem to be indented into the dirt as if something extremely heavy stood there. Alright. And that's kind of all you're, you get. Like, you're kind of... Well, Wesley pulls out his phone and snaps a picture just to be like, okay, got this. Like, Mavis? Uh, yeah, you hear an old lady yelling <laughs> at someone as you say that. <laughs> like, oh, Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make my way back up to the front to grab Mavis because she knows this stuff better than I do. Sure. And as you guys, you guys got a meeting coming from. Uh, they load Mary up. The ambulance drives away. Um, and then you see Officer Chuck and Nick as you guys are, are meeting in the middle. They go. Nick goes. All right. Um. Well, we we have to go. We the case, the precinct's already closed. This case. They think it's just. A lady telling tricks. I don't. We obviously don't believe that, but. Chuckles. Yeah, they're. Uh, they just don't want anything to do with it. Not sure why, but. If you need us, give us a call, but. You know, we won't be there like we normally are, so. Hmm. They both look extremely, like, sad, but, like. You know, they have to listen to their bosses, so. Don't worry, guys. We got this. We'll, we'll take care of it. Okay, and uh, he, uh, Chuck hands you, Wesley, a, like a key to the front door oh. to get into the house. Okay. And then uh, they get in their squad car and, and drive away. And Gabriella is just sitting on the like front porch of the house. And then there is the house to go into. So what are you guys going to do? Um, she said window. Should we find this window? Yeah, definitely. Window? Yeah, the yeah. one. She said she was sitting in the in the room watching TV and the it was looking at her through the window. Oh, okay. That that makes more sense now. Because, like, look at this. And it shows you the picture of the footprints next oh, to the yeah, window. Yeah. Hey. Well, it is large. Yeah, well, that's for sure. Yeah. She said there was two of them, though. Two. Oh, okay. I, I didn't see anything else back there. But, I mean, you know, it's not my thing. Mm. Yeah, let's go look around. Okay. So, where are we going exactly? In the living room. You're going to go through the house? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gabriella just kind of like smiles at you guys as you walk by. We're going to go take a look around real quick and then, and yeah, just give us a few. Okay. Uh, yeah, when you're done, I'm going to lock up and then I'm going to head to the hospital. So Perfect. Let me know when you're done. And she just continues kind of just like staring at the ground smoking a cigarette. <laughs> like she is definitely blaming herself with whatever just happened. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Yeah, so you enter this house. It is classic. Like it looks like a mixture of a classic old grandma house mixed with like an 80s action hero. <laughs> All right, well, you know. There's, like, motivational workout posters, and, like, uh, there looks like there there is, like, a, a shotgun attached to the wall, but then as further inspection, it's, like, uh, it is, like, adhesed to it, so, like, it is, like, just, like, it has been wrenched as, like, a prop at this point, mm-hmm. um, and on it, it just says boomstick. Oh, my God, I want that so much. <laughs> Uh, and it is like several notches in it that looks like a kill counter. 
Uh, and as you pass that, uh, a normal style house, nothing is strange. Uh, in the living room, um, you see, uh, as you approach it, it is on the corner of the house. Uh, Wesley rec- recognizes it as being the corner that was uh, that you looked at in mm-hmm. the alleyway. Um, the living room is very well lived in. And there is an archway leading in and a window that is facing the alleyway. You see a floral panel, a floral pattern love seat with a plastic protector covering it. Next to the love seat is a large floral pattern recliner with an end table next to it. Uh, the end table is covered in books, pill bottles, and a raccoon-shaped lamp. Uh, the other notable things in this room is a large tube TV that is currently playing a muted X-Files episode. Well, which X-Files episode is it playing? I'm glad you asked. Here's uh, here's my thing, guys. Um, the arms really got to me. That was gross. Yeah. They're just smooth. Just, just smooth. That, that does sound kind of gross. Like yeah. Play-Doh. Like, yeah. just yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I could, uh, I could, I could give this a once-over from the past. Mm. I don't know that I want to do that. <laughs> um. I also took some of her hair. <laughs> Why? We're at her house. You could have like taken anything out of the house. This will work better. You could have gotten hair out of her like her brush. Eh. <laughs> I was so, there. So, so was not she. only does she not have have arms, now she has a messed up haircut. It's fine. She won't remember. She has Alzheimer's. <laughs> that doesn't. No, that's no, not right. <laughs> uh, it is uh, season two, episode six, the extent. Ex- uh, the extension. The extension. A S C A E N S I O N. Ascension. Ascension. Okay. Or I can also probably find the arms wherever they are, which is why I took the hair. Um, I don't know if I want to do that here though. So, uh, oh, Sarah also knows what these things are. Oh well, then why don't we go talk to her? Yeah, we just probably look around a little bit though. Well, yeah, I mean finish up the searching and then, then we can go yeah all right so what do we what are we starting with i'm gonna look around her chair wait was she found no she was in her chair watching tv yep. and then mm-hmm. was on the floor yeah. yes i'm gonna like look around her chair specifically yeah and uh just gonna get a little once over all right oh, are we gonna roll are you gonna roll something for that or i mean i only have investigation so, so why don't you roll me an investigation yeah I got a 42 out of 70. So that is a low success. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, As you're looking around, uh, the main thing you notice is that this room smells like a mixture of must, baby powder, and formaldehyde. Mm, Gross. Um, And you're looking around, and the window seal, uh, the window sill, that, you know, the window, first off, the locks are they look like they were popped off weren't broken popped off Mm. um and they are uh there's like these green slash red like film on it do uh either of you have like a napkin i probably have a jar in my pack hang on i pull out like a little jar you have a little jar i i just like kind of like it's very viscous this is really gross do you taste it 
Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, I taste it. No, I don't <laughs> taste it. <laughs> what do you guys do from there? Um, can I look to see... Well, obviously they broke through. Can I see, like, did... Like, where did this guy walk around inside? Can I use, like, a trailing to... Sure. Look at, like, the carpet prints. All right. I rolled a 72 out of 100, so that's still a low success. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you definitely see some imprints on the carpet from this heavy thing that was in here. They are human-shaped feet. They're just, like, it's like they're bulging almost. Like, it's, like, too much meat in, like, a sausage casing. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that, like, green-red viscous liquid is like staining the carpet it is like old like red shag carpet so it's hard to tell a little bit um and uh it kind of leads to um the side table um and she definitely was picked up off the the couch and taken through the window that's where it leads out the window yeah i think you notice as you're following that trail is uh, there is like this like leather bound journal on the coffee table. Oh, I'm sorry, on the end table. Yeah, I'm gonna grab that. Okay. What does it have anything written on the outside? Uh, no, it doesn't. It's not like a novel. It looks like a journal I, or no, something. Yeah, could I look at um, like the like the first page or something? Uh, yeah, the first page um, is about a few months ago. It appears to be like she's journaling, um, and some of the entries are like a little incoherent uh but some of them are like like they're pretty mundane like she's just like detailing her days uh like looks like she's trying to like remember stuff and just kind of like work through it but and you know that in one entry she's like she knows that there's no beating this but she just kind of wants to get as much stuff down as she can um lots of talks about someone named matthew in these these journals uh but uh one that is dated from last week kind of pick kind of picture interest uh she says that she keeps seeing eyes out her window like these big bulbous almond shaped black eyes uh that it's kind of hard to like it's like she sees it and then she looks back and it's not there and she details saying that like she doesn't sense anything like how she used to back in the day she can't and she just doesn't feel anything so she's like this must just be my eyes playing tricks on me um a few pages later you read that it's it's mentioned again though this time she sees a a grotesque humanoid figure uh but uh before you continue more it appears that parts of this journal were just like ripped out and again you see the red viscous liquid all over the pages Okay. So I'll take that with me. Uh, let's go outside. Okay. Uh, I'm following this trail to where it went outside. You're going out through the window. <laughs> well, I can walk out. I can walk out the door. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> and then go to the window. That's probably okay. what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna climb out the window. Gross. All right. Uh, do you follow? Do you all follow? I'm following. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you get back to the alleyway. Uh, do you want me to re-describe it, or do you remember what I described no, it's, it with? It's okay. Fine. Um, all right. And Wesley points out the feet 
and you're kind of left there. And what are you going to roll for this again? You have to roll again. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to roll another trailing. So uh, this is where the trail ends. So do you have any other roll that you can make? Okay, what's your outside? 85. 85. Okay. Um... I think you you have stated in your background that you have worked a lot in the outdoors at night, so I'm not going to give you any penalties. All right, just give me give me a straight roll. Sixty-four out of eighty-five. Okay, so it's a low success. You see those? You see more of those footprints that I mentioned before. I think you notice is um, all along the alleyway at like random intervals. There are small two-inch diameter and about one-inch deep holes. They appear to follow no pattern. But there's numerous. And you're shocked you didn't see them before. But there's so many that it's almost like it's just on purpose. But you realize that it's it's not. This isn't in alley. It's like in like, it's like a mixture of like um, like old cement, so it's just kind of like poked through the cement in different places. Hmm. Look in some of those holes. Oh uh, yeah, uh, you see more of that viscous green. Oh liquid. goody. Okay, yeah. Kind of puddling in these holes. Ew. Mm. This is a gross job. <laughs> He's like on the ground <laughs> looking in a hole. <laughs> Uh, before we leave, I would I, love artwork of that. <laughs> uh, before we leave, I would like to go back into the house and try and find that source of the formaldehyde. Why would she? Why formaldehyde? It, you smell it outside too. Okay. Just in the living room and just in, in the alleyway. Is it the liquid? Is that what the liquid smells like? Do you put it up to your face and smell it? Yeah. It smells like copper and like not rotting flesh, but like. Hmm. Like musky, it's a hard. It's like a weird smell. Like I don't really have a way to describe it. It does not smell like. It does smell like formaldehyde, but it doesn't feel like it's coming from that specifically. That is like it's connected to the smell, obviously, but like it doesn't smell like it's not from the liquid because you smell it in places where the liquid isn't. So okay, could I do some sort of like trailing to figure out where it's coming from, or is it just like it's just everywhere? Everywhere. Okay. Um, the exit for this alley is it facing or does it lead out towards the uh, gas station? It does not. Okay. It leads uh, behind the library to the east, like half a block down, and then it's like a full block the other direction. So okay. And then there's mostly houses on like if you're standing in the middle, like the libraries to your right, all the houses on that side are are like houses and on the left it's like big apartment building so there's no alleyways it's just like brick walls and shit okay and you see like fire escapes and shit but okay is there any cameras on the the library like the exterior of it I don't, I, don't I don't know. know. That's I what I was thinking for the gas station yeah, but the gas station I, would have I saw to, you yeah. was where you were going with it. I was like wait a minute I wonder if 
the library. Yeah, I don't know that the library security. would. Win. If you flip a token, I will allow there to be a camera there. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, we only have two white tokens. We do only have. I have to have one for any of the uh, activation no. checks. Yeah, so. no, no. Apparently, okay. they haven't upgraded. There the is a camera, but it is broken. No, okay, yeah, of course. It's one of those fake. I'm gonna cameras. flip a token for that. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. There's a camera, but it's broken. I flipped a token. Flipping it white. Yep. Okay. Awesome. That's. Good. It looks That's... like it was purposely broken. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. See that. Even yeah. better. Okay. Hmm. Well, I can't think of anything else here. Yeah. Not, not here. No. Yeah. No. Um, should uh, we? Maybe we should talk to the helper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can. But I mean, she said that Sarah knew what it was. So I mean, we could literally just go ask Sarah. That's yeah. cool. And then, and then and then check out the gooey stuff. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So you guys come back to the front front of the house. Um, Gabriella is still sitting there. So if you want to talk to her, you don't have to. But if you want to, you can. I tell her that we're leaving. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Uh, she asks the key from you. Oh, yeah. Here here you go. Here's the key. Yeah, sorry. I, forgot about that one. She oh. just nods at you and then uh, locks the door and okay. heads out. And we get her in, sedan. We get in the vroom vroom car. Okay. So it's about 12 a.m. as you go and you guys get back. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of, everyone at the HQ is asleep. Okay. Uh, and then you see where Sarah. Sarah is sitting on her, kind of sitting at her table, but she's in a chair still, kind of just sitting there. Okay. In sadness. Oh no, Sarah. Sarah. Yes. Yes, Raf. We need to talk to you about a case. She like visibly shudders. <laughs> Mary thinks that it happened a few years ago. You killed one of them, but the other may have gotten away. Something like ghoulish? I think that's what she said, right? Ghoulish? Uh, you see, she she puts on... She had her helmet... Her, she puts her army helmet back on. No good. And, uh, like, in fear. And she's like, no. You're... You're fucking with me. That's what she said. <sighs> Do you know what it is? It was 15 years ago. In this city, we were hunting something down that <sighs> I have a thing. Hold on, let me. It was back in 07. Okay. I was doing field work with my team, which was Mary and a couple other people who are long gone. Uh, she like says, like, she's like gritting her teeth. There were reports of victims getting abducted by aliens and returning with missing limbs or organs. When we finally encountered the creatures, uh, we realized our era, error. Okay, uh, it wasn't just a simple unknown. These things were smart. They broke any surveillance in the area. They left hardly any clues. We couldn't sense them that we normally can. Nothing could pick these things up. It's as if they knew what we were. It approached me with its like putrid gray skin as I was on the ground bleeding out from its attacks. Uh, its hand morphed into like a surgical scalpel and it said in this raspy alien voice, that it wanted my eyes. 
that it would help it see better. And it said this not with anger or malicious. It said it with like a sadness that like it didn't want to do this. It needed to do this. But thankfully, Mary was there to blow a hole in its head. Good thing, because I would have been a dead woman. But before any of us could react, the little one grew wings and flew away. Well, shit. I think that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Did you guys have fun? Yeah. Was that was that creepy? Jeepers creepers. A good one. Is it? <laughs> I've been practicing that speech I just gave for a few days. I think that's the most coherent we've ever heard Sarah. This is true. Yeah. yeah. Well, normally when you guys talk to her, she's like trancing in the middle of whatever. doing crazy shit. Right. <laughs> just interrupting at all times. It's almost you almost get the vibe that she like wants everyone to think that like she's crazy. Like, don't talk to me, I'm crazy. Probably a trauma response to what happened yeah. to her. Yeah. No. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I also have to keep reminding everyone that she wears an army helmet because that's what Shane Ranson wanted. So. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I know, I but think I like forget. Tin foil helmet, not a, not a. That's army what helmet. I think. That's what he initially wanted, and I said, "How about we make it a little bit nicer and make it a cool army hat?" <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he wanted her name Sarah Smith because he really likes the Terminator, uh, uh, which one of the main characters in that. Like the the badass final girl's name is Sarah Smith, or I think right. No, or one of the Terminators. Sarah Connors. Is Sarah Connors. Sarah. That's right. He wanted Sarah Connors, and I was like, "All right, counter offer Sarah Smith." Because <laughs> <laughs> new listeners, and if you're listening now, which is weird, a lot of these NPCs uh, we created at the start of the game because like the 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 chill like wants you to make an HQ and like it suggests you guys build um, NPCs together. Yes. Um. So. And Robert wasn't there for that, unfortunately. No, no. no. But he's helped create a couple of the NPCs already, like yeah. Todd. <laughs> Todd was definitely a, a Robert creation. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Um, no, no, that was a your creation. I know, but like, but, like you, but you said you had two friends, and one of them was named Todd. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and I just made him get kidnapped in the first episode. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, but yeah. yeah. All right. So big episode. Found a lot of clues I didn't think you would. Uh, didn't talk to Gabriella, so you missed out on some clues. But that's just what you guys wanted to do, so that's fine. <laughs> Classic. I suggested it, but nobody wanted it. Classic, you guys. Like, she's already been through a lot. I mean, you know. And plus, if we got a lead for something else, why not go after it? Sure. I'm not judging you. I'm just no. like I'm always like I always I mean, write out all we're these. Always stuff. Gonna, we're always gonna miss something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's inevitable. Yeah, like the one time we didn't read the case file. <laughs> I will never not be mad at you guys for that. <laughs> Which one was that one? What was that? that? It was the that third was the sec- case. Was it? No, it was the second case with I think with you. Yeah, the copycat. We didn't read the case file. Yeah, you guys didn't. Oh, well, you guys didn't. I wasn't there for that part of it. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't so. read the case file. <laughs> he just kept saying over and over again. It. Well, remember, guys, you haven't read the case file. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that's it. That's That's why that case is like. It's like it's like our longest. It's like our second longest case because. Took forever to find everything. He the monster <laughs> killed so many more people than it needed to. 
we're good at this. <laughs> well, we had big heads from our first case. We did really, we did really, really good on our first case. We were like, oh yeah, we got this. This is easy. <laughs> all right. Um, so, all the music in this episode was created, edited, distributed, produced by that fly is pissing me off. I want to punch it in the face. We still have flies somehow. It's because it keeps getting warm. Yeah. Uh, produced by Tim over at tabletopaudio.com. You can find the link to his website. His Twitter's in there. I think he has a Patreon too. I support his Patreon. Uh, good shit. We get a lot of extra tracks every month to use. Uh, and, you know, he let us use our his music and he doesn't care. I, I talk to him and he's like, oh yeah, go for it. Just, you know, if you guys start making lots of money, send me some. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And for I was sure. like, okay, probably won't happen. And he goes, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, he's a good guy. Uh, I don't doubt he remembers that interaction. That was like years ago. Um, uh, but anyway, the intro was created by Anna. Uh, it's actually under us right now. I usually put it in the the, the exit sounds too. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's Grim Encounters. Uh, join our Discord, which is also Grim Encounters. Uh, hop in there. Tons of fun stuff going on. Please join. If you've been a lurker for years and you want to talk to some fun, like-minded individuals, don't hop in there. <laughs> find somewhere else i have tons no. of cute little emojis in there yes. that i'm very proud of that i found on the internet and or commissioned um there's a little grim emoji that i fucking love it's amazing um what else um you follow me on twitter at nordsauce uh it's in the des- description i don't post a lot i usually just retweet political stuff so just keep that in mind if you're gonna follow me and it's um like left leading stuff so <laughs> i know i don't sound like a republican but i'm just letting you know that it's definitely not i'm not tweeting like neo-nazi shit um what else oh uh, we have a podcast called reading isn't for kids me and anna read child's children's chapter books and review them uh the, and the, the whole bit is that you know reading isn't for kids so these books were definitely written for adults and why are they so why are they so poorly written it's kind of the whole goof <laughs> of the whole show uh, we also read ser- we also read comic books sometimes uh which uh we we started with the boys which we shouldn't have <laughs> very dark <laughs> um but this the next comic we're reading is the walking dead so good one good choice um which i'm excited for i love that series but either way uh there's that uh do you want to so, pop your stuff Robert Uh, check me out over on Twitch it's quietspider.tv I usually stream Wednesday evenings and Friday Saturday nights hell yeah and then sometimes you can catch Nord on there and we have (laughs) great times so much fun (laughs) we do have fun Uh, I think because we made it public that we're like oh we're going to hang out more we're going to play video games more on the podcast and we have been successfully doing that yes yes so um but yeah, that's that's fun. We've been doing all that. Either way, I want you all uh, to go to your local grocery store. I want you to order 2.356 pounds of pork chuck. And I want you to take that pork chuck, bring it home, place it in a circle in a diagram you draw. And I want you to chant Big Daddy, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, boy. And then coming from that meat is a pig man, and he gives you one little smooch and says, stay out there.
that might be uh, possibly your most unhinged one yet. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was upbeat but out there, and I liked it. <laughs> that should be my like. That's gonna be my subtitle in my autobiography. He's upbeat, but he's out there. <laughs> <laughs> title by my biography. <laughs> upbeat and out there. It's a title. <laughs> Nerdy. Gay and white. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like to have fun here. Any last words, Christiana? No. Do you want to say something that I can make a fun voice modulation thing? Please go thaw your meat. It's time to make enchiladas. I said fun. <laughs> enchiladas are fun. I need to go thaw my meat so I can make my enchiladas. <laughs> We actually had enchiladas last night. Ooh. Got them all out. Pineapple, 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 poop. Pineapple. Okay. I don't know what you're doing. That makes people stop sneezing. I don't think so. Why would the internet? There's not lies on the internet. You're not sneezing, therefore it worked. Check me. Daddy one, mommy zero. Okay, so where was I?